Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back chat 2.0. Dan, Will, Charlie's back. Yeah, he's back in the building. Hi, everybody. How are you? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm really good. Um, I thought you were talking to... <laughs> oh, I was. I was talking to our listeners. Listeners, how are okay. you? Good to be here. Yeah, I'll uh, jump back. in though. No, I'm good. I'm really good. Um, weather's gone a bit shit again. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's always some sunshine on the way. I've always lived like that. Okay. Well, that's great. That's a great analogy. It makes no sense. Uh, when you when you don't have anything to talk about, you go to the weather. That's <laughs> <laughs> The weather's bad. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Thanks for the weather good update. Start. How about Western Australia's getting the grand final? How about that for an update? That's very big. I'm really excited about that. I will be sitting in a seat at some point (laughs) at the grand final. You show no levels of excitement in your voice when you say you're excited. Do you know you do that? I don't go too high or too low. That's that's also a thing thing I live by. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, no. I'm going to get a seat. I've got a WhatsApp group dedicated to this, me and three other mates. We're going to get seats that, to the grand final. I mean, that's the big thing, right? So I've been following media, listening to people. I've done a couple of interviews and you know, everyone wants to know about the the festival vibe of the grand final and how big it is for Perth, which is a big tick to all these things, right? Um, venues around Perth will win. People will win around Perth. But the, the big ticket item, and pardon that pun, is tickets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting one. I'm, I'm going to get one. I, I've had a lot of requests and I'm surprised. What, for you to get one? Oh, yeah, no, for me to get some for other people. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Does that I've, surprise you? No, because I think I texted you. Why? <laughs> I, I asked the same of everyone. Like, why, why would I be get? Why, why would I be able to get some? You would be closer to getting one than the general punter. Why? Because you, you've played AFL. So? You're sure you've got a connection somewhere. When I was playing AFL, it was hard to get tickets. Sorry. When we played in the grand final as the competing team, it was hard to get tickets. Mm. It wasn't if you, impossible. If you're playing and you don't make the grand final, it's hard to get tickets. When you get delisted slash retire and you no longer play for the West Coast Eagles or any other team. Excommunicated. You, <laughs> excommunicado, like uh, what's that? John Wick. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, 
I'll be lucky to get a phone call, let alone a grand final ticket from the West Coast Eagles. Okay, I think what happens is people start grasping at straws. They really want to go and they think, what's one closer connection to the AFL? I will. I'll text him. He must know. This isn't four degrees of separation. Like, I'm not going to... Kevin Bacon. The reason I ask why is I think people assume I played AFL, you just get tickets. Or they they all get tickets. Yeah. Uh, Which is true. Well, it's not. The AFL runs finals ticketing. I don't think this is very clear in the public. During the year, it's run by the clubs. So West Coast play Essendon. The home team runs the ticketing. Yep. And you can buy tickets through Essendon if you're a member. You can buy tickets through West Coast if you're a member. As soon as finals starts, this is where the AFL makes their money from ticketing. Finals ticketing. So it, it completely wipes the clubs out of it. The AFL runs it. They set the prices. They run the venues. Uh, nothing yep. to do with the clubs competing. Right. They give allocations to clubs competing, obviously, members. But realistically... You don't have any. No one's got any pool, I, and and it's got me thinking. I don't know where the. I don't. I actually don't know how to get tickets. I don't. Okay. And I know that you don't. That's why you text me. But I certainly don't know. I don't know how I'd get. The, I don't know who to even start. I don't know who I meant to go to. Yeah. Like who? Who? When you text me, who did you think I was going to contact? Gil. Well, <laughs> I don't know. No, in all seriousness, like. What, I assume before I said some, what I said, yeah. Yeah, I assume you've got some login to some back-end website that the general public don't, where it's like Schofield W84. Name your price, name your tickets, all yours. Yeah, you're like a, it's like an AFL player slash ex-player like website that you all get access to stuff. No. As a player, we used to be able to get two tickets if you weren't playing. If you were playing, get up to 10 yep. maximum. And you still have to pay for them. 10's ridiculous. Oh, Pay for them. Don't worry, mate. They don't miss you. Pay. In 2015, I promise, I, I, I lost oh, – jeez, I lost a lot of money losing that grand final. Mm. Like a lot. So I paid for tickets. Tickets were around the, – the, the tickets available to competing teams are the premium, premium seats, which is great for your friends and family. Right. But you have to pay for that. You pay for the premium seats. There's no discount. They were well over $400 per ticket. Okay. So – if you've got a family of, so let's say 10, which I think is pretty small if you think about it. Yeah, you could fill up 10 pretty quick. You've got 10, you know, mum, mum, dad. If you've got a partner there, mum and dad. If you've got any brothers and sisters, like my family alone, mum, two brothers, their partners, their kids, there's 10. Don't worry about my partner, her mum and dad, her brother. It, you know. Yeah, I get, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah people. There's it's a lot, lot of f-ing money, mate. A lot of people around. And so it's just been funny getting text messages from people like you, Dan, who expect that I'm just going to suddenly be able to turn around and get tickets. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, you got to try everywhere. It's like the lottery. You know, you're only desperate. You buy lots of tickets. Oh. Um, one thing with finals uh, tickets, mm. I I think I went to um, the game when you played uh, Melbourne at home. Prelim. Prelim yep. and um, Spank. I, sp- I I paid quite a bit for those tickets, um, but we got really good seats. So I can't imagine how much um, grand final is. I just hope that I could get like, like I'm I'm happy to pay up to like 250, 300 bucks for a ticket to the grand to final. What game? To the grand final. Like I'm happy to you're sit not, right, well, right, right at the going. back. You're not going. No, I will. I will get there. Not for not for two hundred dollars ticket. No, two fifty. I'll get there. Okay. On the in the bleachers. I mean, right now there's a there's a final coming up on Friday night, Geelong GWS. I think it's. Over 35,000 tickets have sold, and it's Wednesday. So I think you'd safely expect over 40,000 to go, which is going to be a great, uh, great spectacle. Uh, big, biggest crowd those two teams have ever played against in front of. Mm. You think it's either at Kidney Park, which is a capacity of around 35,000, 
or they play at wherever the hell GWS play, the Greater Great Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah. The big sound park. Yeah, geez, that's a great song. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a huge um, get together here in Perth, and there's still tickets available. You can buy tickets there for thirty five bucks to go to the game this weekend. So, how much bigger of a game? Like, is the grand final ten times bigger than that? I think the cheapest. I, I honestly don't think you're getting a ticket at the grand final for under two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll pay that. Happy yep. with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise, I got to pay two and a half thousand dollars for flights. Go to Melbourne. Well, we've got some pretty loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it seems like a good time to one talk about our loyal listeners. Yep. Uh, if anyone wants to send Dan some tickets or give yeah. him some access, like you know, point him in the right direction. Oh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking yeah, for, for a yeah, handout. Yeah. I just need access. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't like freebies here. No, 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 no. no. If anyone wants to help us out, yeah. Where should they send them? Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Yep. You're going to email them. Tickets usually by PDF. Just pull them <laughs> straight through. Straight through to us. Uh, a, little, a little update on our fans, mm. I think. Patreon is, um, is happening. Uh, look, we, we, we put it out there because I think it's fair to just ask. If people like what we're doing and, and you can spare five bucks a month, do you think that's worth, worth it to you? I mean, it, it's it's highly appreciated from us on an individual level, mm. and I thought, gee, like a couple of people might get around it. It's been not overwhelming, like let's cool, yeah, yeah. cool the jets a little bit, yeah. But it's been v- very, very nice seeing some some of our loyal listeners: Peter, Martin, Graham, Emma, Nicholas, David, Brendan, Clint, Jamie. You want me to keep going? You, I mean, Stephen, enough time. Kristen, Alex, Ben, Jordan, Alex. It won't refresh any longer. There you go. That came th- through last week, like. Really, absolute legends. Really good. So we're we're building that side of things out. We're going to keep putting a bit of exclusive content in there. Yeah, and the, you know what? Like the, the the Patreon money, right? Yeah, it only goes to make this better. Yes, we're not drawing away from it. We're we're just trying to do better, bigger, bigger and better things. We're moving studios next week. Oh, let's let's huge studio, fifty thousand dollars. That's how much <laughs> Patreon. No, no, we're we're gonna just we're just gonna relocate for a bit. Yeah, we're gonna, we, there's some plans in place, mm. yeah, and it just get, it means we can do some b- bigger and better things, like get saying. Charlie a microphone, which we've yep. been promising for a few weeks now. We bought mm. the cord in this yep. week. Yep, Charlie, I'm are you it. there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's not. He's not now. <laughs> Charlie's Sorry, yelling. Charlie. Charlie will have a microphone next week. Yes. I promise. I know everyone's holding out for Charlie's microphone. Yeah. Um. And while we're on that, so thank you, listeners. Um. If you do want to contribute to the podcast and you haven't already you want to jump on patreon uh patreon no patreon oh jesus is cool to me just just stop patreon. thinking about it let it fly if you want to jump on patreon and jump on the website www.backchatpodcast.com.au follow the little links in there and you can you can get involved and we're going to keep in involving and including exclusive content yeah last week there was a goodie oh absolute uh Left everyone on a cliffhanger on the <laughs> podcast. Sorry about that, but that was just a little, um, a little nugget for our for our Patreon guys. Anything that goes on Patreon, really, like we're not trying to underplay or overplay it. It would be something that would be put in the bin otherwise, as in we we can't play it. So yeah, right. it, so it is very exclusive, but it's yeah. also we're not taking it's not stuff. Trash? No, 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 no. Putting the bin as in we're not taking things out of the podcast and like oh you have to listen, you have to join yeah, up to yeah, Patreon yeah, yeah. to listen, like. These are things that usually we wouldn't be able to play anywhere, but we thought, you know, we'll, we'll put it, we'll give, we'll give it a bit, of, yep. a bit back, a little taste. We appreciate it. Um, on the back of that, our, our loyal listeners, some will know that you were you were fined in the parking lot 
Yes. Yeah, I got a parking fine at Curtin yes. University because um, if you've been to Curtin, you know there's the different sections. Like if you've been a student there or if you've just been parked here for some reason, there's the yellow section, which is where the regular people go because mm. it's not that expensive. Me. Um, or <laughs> Me. you go to the blue section I where it's like... I parked in the yellow. Yeah, you parked in the yellow. Or you go to the blue section where y- your, you know, your people driving the BMWs and stuff from... From a trust fund parents. You parked there. You parked there and you go, whatever, I'll pay whatever it takes to park. So I parked there thinking, given the time of day, I'll probably get away with not having to pay a fine. Um, and got back to my car and there's, you know, of course, a ticket sitting on my windshield. And you know what? I used to do this game back when I did, because I did go to here, to this university, um, where if I was running a bit late for a class, and I love to be on time, um, <laughs> Don't want to break any rules. You got to get on time to a lecture. Um, oh, geez, I could just say you used to sit the front, didn't you? You yeah, used, used to, to sit the front, ask line. questions in lectures. Oh, sh- it's like everyone in the lecture. Like, Shut up, Dan. Stop <laughs> yeah. asking the questions. Yeah. The lecture. 100%. The lecture finished twenty minutes ago. Definitely. I've just been doing some extra work at home and just wanted to clarify. I prepared a presentation. You don't have to put a voice on. I was doing your voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I used to do this thing where I was like, oh, running, running a little bit late. I'll just park. And I'll risk it. I'll just run for it. And then at the end of class, run back to my car. Oh, great. Don't have a ticket. It's a great feeling. So anyway, I sort of did this, got back to my car, but there was a ticket on there. The value though, you know, I think they're around 65 bucks usually. Zero dollars. I got a ticket for zero dollars. Let off with a warning. The only thing that I can draw from that story Mm. is he knew that you were in here recording back chat and and we we have some status. Ah, right. Yeah, you saw the car. Probably the giant back chat sticker I have on the back of my car. Oh, no, I don't have that. That'd be nice. I was thinking, what if we got some of those, um, you know, those Domino's cars, how they've got those like taxi ta- um, cab triangle things on the roof? Yeah, yeah, that you light up. What if we got some back chat ones of those? Like the, um, what was the cop show that they used to put the light on top? Yeah, like so every, when we dr- every cop show. When we drive to back chat, we put out. Yeah, the siren on. All right. Charlie, yeah. looking at it. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, maybe <laughs> instead of a siren, it just goes, yeah. Yeah, like the start of the song. It could play. It could play the song. Mm. Yeah, that would be extremely annoying. Now, Toby Grain. Extremely annoying. Yeah, Toby Grain. Yep. Do you know what's happened during the week? Um, oh, a fair bit. Um, <laughs> no, so um, suspended. Yes. Three weeks. Yes, but what? Ha- yes, yeah, that's correct. For I don't know what they're classifying it as. Intentional, disrespectful, aggressive contact with an umpire. Yeah. So that puts him up to 11 games he's been suspended over his career. Is that all? Yep. He's, he holds the record for the highest percentage of games at the tri- uh, sp- sp- that he's done something to take yep. him to the tribunal. Over, in, I think over, yeah, yeah. So beat, beat Jake King from the uh, Richmond Tigers. So he once he gets to 16, that's a life suspension. Really? Yep. And Sorry? Brian Lake. Ch- look, Charlie and I just looked at each other like, where did that, so where, where is this state? So Brian Lake has that. So what happens is when you get suspended at any yes. level of footy yes. at 16 games, you are banned for life, right? Is, there a, is it like demerit points? Essentially. No, but no, no, no. Demerit points refresh after a certain amount of no, time. No, 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 no. So, um, but the AFL, for some reason, AFL players get a 25% discount. So... <laughs> I know. It's so like grand final tickets. So um, you're allowed up to 21 game suspensions before you have a life ban. Total. Yeah, total. Brian Lake has literally got done. that. He's, he's done that. I'm extremely surprised and I, I believe you. It's not like I don't believe you, but 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, as I'm very confidently saying Bryant Lake has a life ban, I think he does now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to feel unsure. Someone can But ch- Oh, ch- check it out. Bryant Lake AFL life ban. So Toby Green's been suspended 11 games over his career. Look, he's not. he's still got years left. There's a chance he could get another four or five game suspension. Well, if we went, this is a little bit of an early shot on Media Watch, right? So I'll speak about what I think about the incident. Have you have you seen it? Yeah, uh, look, uh, yeah, it was, it was nothing, but it was something. It's a bad look. It's a bad look, yeah. Glenn Jakovic, this is a bit of early Media Watch. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Jakovic, this is a tweet from Glenn. The AFL has a very easy decision to make with Toby Green for the integrity of our great game and protection of all umpires at all levels to send a very clear message. There's a lot of varies there. Uh, 12 week suspension And during that suspension Toby goes and umpires at junior level Yeah That's a lot Well if he got 12 And he's on 20 What did you say he's on He's on, he's on 11 now no, So I think he's on 8 now The 3 would bump him up to 11 Right so add another 9 to that He'd be on 20 Yeah he, he'd be a game away From never playing footy Ever Like he can't play VFL Um Sandford, whatever. There is no – you're not allowed to play um, organised footy. Look, media watch to Glenn Jakovic. I actually see the, the point he's trying to make. He works with kids. He works with uh, young football players and he coaches a young team and he's seen an AFL footballer who's meant to be a role model to those guys go out and do something that if followed at younger levels will, will affect the game in a really bad way. So it's a really bad look. Yep. I personally have been involved in an incident that's a really bad look. I headbutted a player in one of my last games playing. Yep. And coincidentally, Glenn Jakovic, I'd mm. love to pull that up. He went really hard at me in the, in Did the he? Yeah. Yeah, said I should never play for West Coast again. <laughs> um, but. Wasn't far off. So I don't have a cloud. There's <laughs> 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 a driver. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. I didn't know. <laughs> stepped in the studio with it. Sorry. Yeah. Well. Because that happened, yeah. I, ha- I have this. I don't. I don't like whacking blokes when they've stuffed up. When they've when they've done something on the field that they wouldn't normally do in everyday life. I, I don't think it makes Toby Green a bad person, or no. I don't think he was intentionally trying to shirt front the umpire, even aggressively bump the umpire. But he clearly made contact, and. It, it, you kind of have to a point say it's intentional because he was talking to him. It wasn't like he just accidentally bumped into him, didn't realize he was, he was looking at him. He was yeah, talking yeah. to him. He was abusing him. But and I don't know if this is a popular or unpopular view, but shit happens on the football field and especially at the elite level. There's a lot of pressure. There's you are in the heat of battle, and it's not a military context, but it's it's you. You don't make decisions that you normally would. Yep. You don't have a piece of paper out in the field with you. Don't have a notepad about how many, what decisions you should make when and what you should do where. And you know, you don't have a minute or two to decide what you're going to do. It's it's instantaneous, and what happens happens. Yep. Not a good look. Should get suspended, but I don't like the pile on. I don't, don't like. I don't like Glenn saying give him twelve weeks. Like I think that's ridiculous. I understand yep. it. I think I think he's coming from protecting the image of the Set game. Set an example. Make every player nervous about ever touching an umpire ever I, I again. like the coaching at young level. Yeah. That, that, that would be good. I believe which I'm actually doing. No, did you didn't say umpiring it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, umpiring at yeah. young level. I'm co- I potentially am coaching at junior level this week. Right. This is kind of like a little bit off kilter for back chat, but potentially we can kind of go down this um, way a little bit as the footy season comes to a halt. We're going to start doing more interviews, start yeah. a bit more broader conversation about things. 
I am potentially, and it's yet to be locked in, but it should be by the time this podcast is locked out, uh, brought out, I'm heading to Kojanup to mm. coach one of the junior teams out of Pemberton in a grand final. Uh, their coach was, he, he died early this week. He was the coach of the team and they don't have a coach. And huh. someone from the town reached out and, and told me the story and, and told me his involvement in the community and said, would you consider heading out and coaching the boys? Yeah, okay. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, sounds like a good thing yeah. to do. And I've never, I've never coached a team before and I'm, I'm debuting in a grand final. Did you li- <laughs> did you listen to your coach as much? Ah, uh, no. Yeah. So, what are you even going to say? You don't even know what coaches say. No, that's that's the good part. I, I don't feel the 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 pressure because I, you know, I'm going to yeah. give him I'm going to give him a bit of a little bit of a scoey rev up. Yeah, good. Um, you want to give us a little sample? No. All right. No, no. I need. I would. I will be taking it seriously though. Yeah, of course. I feel like there's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. You'll in be a, a grand, legend forever. In a grand final. I mean, that's the risk, right? I'll either be a legend forever or I'll be that guy that came down, coached one game and lost the grand final for the boys. Yeah, that's true. A lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. I don't know how old they are. I am looking forward to it, though. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. There you go. Because, yeah, I, I did not listen to my grand, my coaches. Coaches had no impact on my grand final. There you go. You, did, you literally did but whatever if, you want. But if the players win, I'll be the reason. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's about me. Um, yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, what else have we got going on? Beer with back chat. We've mm. been harping on about this, um, but it's going to happen. Yeah, we've had some more good good feedback. Yeah, some people more interest. Yeah. I, I would say like if we if we put it out right now, we'd have I, I think we'd have close to twenty rock up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy with that. It doesn't. Nothing, I honestly would be happy with one or two. Well, we'll just we'll eventually and very soon, like in the next couple of weeks, we'll set a date. Mm. We'll make it happen. You know what's happening within the next month? Um, Grand final. Yep, that's Sorry. here in Perth. Yeah, so yep. maybe we could do a bit of a grand final preview show. That would be good. I mean, maybe it's putting a bit of pressure on it as well. Oh, it would have to be good. Were you about to say maybe give some tickets away? No, we can't do that, Dan. <laughs> you come down, you get guaranteed entry to the grand final. <laughs> um, we could um, – well, let's let's explore that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, a big, um, that's a big thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, in, that's terrific um, insight from you, Dan. That's, that's a big thing. <laughs> Is that what you think? Well, I'm, I feel overwhelmed now with that decision. I feel like I need to make something a decision right now. That's fine. Let me sleep on it. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Beer with back chat's going to happen. Um, Charlie is working on the logistics right now, aren't you, Charlie? Charlie was um, – can we just go back to what I was saying before because I've been thinking about it ever since. You probably thought, um, thought I've been a bit distracted and that's why. Yeah. Um, Brian Lake, ret- um, yeah. life band? Yeah. He was able to appeal it in 2020. So he appealed I it? Know, I don't know what happened there, but uh, yeah, another Yeah, there you go. So there you go. Because um, he would have been going back to local country leagues yes, for and that's what he wanted. that's what he wanted to. And I remember him saying something like, you know, ex-AFL players, like how, how are we meant to go back and play when we're, when we're facing these sorts of things? Like, did, did he do – not everyone's getting I'm interested to know if he, like, did something to tip him over the edge or if it was just a culmination and then he finished and they're like, oh, yeah, he can't ever play again. Sorry, I, I didn't mention I that. seem to recall one big suspension where he may have copped six to in eight a grand weeks final. for something. It doubled up in a grand final. Does it double up in a grand final? Yeah. Do you know that? No, like double yeah. demerits. Yes. So since Alistair Lynch and – <coughs> yeah, 2013 got suspended. There you go, double demerits. Three weeks, double to six. Well, in a grand final, to to uh, 
you know, not persuade, the opposite. Dissuade. Is dissuade? Yeah, okay. Jeez, it's good having Charlie here. We need a microphone. <laughs> Is dissuade a word? All right. <laughs> Charlie says yes. Charlie said yep. <laughs> to dissuade Wakeland and uh, Lynch going out, like punching on. Mm. Seen that? Brisbane Port Adelaide Grand yeah, Final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having a boxing match. Yeah. Because they were both retiring. At least Alistair Lynch was retiring. I was like, I'm just going to fight this guy. Like, I don't. Right. I don't. I have. Who cares? Nothing suspend to lose. Me, suspend me for five years. I don't care. Yep. Well, they doubled it. So, right. Yeah. So, I think discourage might be the word, but okay. that's fine. Dissuade. Dissuade doesn't seem like a word. No. Um, we're on. yeah talking about distracted. That's what we are a little bit now. Um, I did I did want to uh, just touch on before we leave uh, coaches leaving West Coast. So we spoke about Adrian Hickmott last week. Yes, another one bites the dust. Another one gone. And I like it's a bit of a rumor file, but I think it's pretty much confirmed. Jamie Graham, I think, is moving away from the club, stepping away from the club, uh, mm. exploring his options elsewhere. Yep. Now he's coached at St Kilda, uh, and then he's coached for eight years at West Coast. He's looked after the back line. So that's two backline coaches yep. gone. And both pretty senior figures at West Coast. Adrian Hickmont was the midfield coach this year and Jamie Graham the backline coach and uh, I guess classified as the senior assistant to Adam Simpson. So they're cleaning the decks a little bit, West they Coast. Um, Schofield in. I've seen... Is, yes. The tweet that I saw from Ryan Daniels, <sighs> um, all I saw was uh, Graham out, Schofield in. And I'm thinking... I can't remember um, Graham playing for the Eagles at the same time as West Coast. I can't remember a person with the last name. Maybe that was like the in and out for the week that someone is just, you know, um, brought up from 2011 or something. It's legit the coaching, but I thought it was you. Well, I think a lot of people do, and I think Ryan Daniels did that deliberately. Genius. So, so Schofield in, and I, and I had a bit, of a, <laughs> a bit of a look down the thread. People are very excited. And no offence to Jared Schofield, I'm almost positive – 50% of the tweets thought that they were talking about me coaching. Yeah. Well, exclusive here, and this is not for Patreon listeners. Mm. I will not be coaching at West Coast in oh, 20, there you go. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Maybe coaching up might give you a little taste, and the moment the siren goes, you might be on the phone to Adam Simpson thinking, mate, I love this. Do you want me to tell you what I think is going on behind the scenes there a little bit with effectively the exodus of coaches yes and do you know what can i before you do that it does remind me of now i don't know if this is true or not mm. i was this is purely me speculating about the perth wildcats there's not a lot of truth on this show i mean no i mean I, I, don't I, I, any, I don't think you need to put that precursor okay. so trevor gleason <laughs> fact is a, is was the coach of the perth wildcats fact. um there was a time when um two of their the one season at the end of one season two of their assistants left yeah now, I think they weren't really happy coaching under him. Yeah. And there was a decision made to extend um, Trevor Gleeson's contract longer than people thought he might get. Yeah. And then two main assistants left. And I think it was probably because they didn't want to be coaching underneath Trevor again. Um, one got an opportunity to coach for the Sydney Kings, Adam Ford. Um, and then another is now coaching for the... Um, uh, San Antonio Spurs G League team. He's got an opportunity there, so it's you know they've all they've all moved on to other things. But is there? Do you think there's something going on amongst coaches? Well, let me tell you, akin this. to what I'm thinking might have happened at the Wildcats. All right, let me tell you, this is what I think. I think that's um that's a good story for Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. There you go. Yeah, sorry, I thought you, I thought that was very clear. That's what I was setting up there. <laughs> 
No, no, no. That's no, oh. no. That's good. I just, you know, for for anyone listening that just sort of it just went quiet for a sec, mm. and you've you've copped this. This yeah. is probably just because we chucked that on Patreon. Yeah, because we probably can't put that in the public sphere. So no, no that's all right. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, nothing outrageous, but it's still good chat. Emails. Whoa. Oh my god! We <coughs> you send it, we read it. <coughs> now we had a bit of a sponsorship request about this, yes. which, which we are yet to go back to. Yeah, our admin assistant, which is no Charlie. one. <laughs> no, it's not Charlie. <laughs> which is a combination of you and I forwarding each other emails saying, "Can you do this?" I, I think being honest is the be- is the is the best like mm. thing here. We're both very busy. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And we, we, like we're not just sitting around doing nothing and like, oh, let's go do a podcast today, like. This actually takes quite a bit of effort, even though, like, we're also honest enough to say this isn't the world's greatest podcast. However, when things like that come up, we do need a few, few weeks to go back. So at the moment, it's unsponsored. You send it, we read it. Yeah, but there is potential but, for something. But to the crew that reached out, we will get back to you. Now, 100. let's see how you go with reading. I think I'm, I'm putting out there, I think it's going to be very poor today. I think you're off your game. And I think it's going to be poor reading. Toby Wren. Hey guys, big fan of the show. <laughs> Other than things like adjusting the game plan, getting some young guys into the side, do you think there are internal issues at West Coast? Playing group feels very disconnected right now and Simo looks out of his depth. Cheers, would love your insight, Scoey slash solar panels. Mm. Uh, there's been some feedback on my baldness uh, on socials and emails this week. I've noticed. I appreciate it. That's why I'm wearing a beanie. Uh, no, not really. Now, good question. Um... I mean, I think it's pretty obvious there's internal issues. Uh, if if it was all harmonious and everyone's playing nicely, I think you end up seeing success on the back of that. You see good sides generally look like they're enjoying themselves and having fun and West Coast don't look like that. So yep. I don't I don't know specifically if there's internal issues. I'm not at the footy club anymore. But mm. externally looking in, it do, it looks like there's some small cracks – I actually think there's small cracks at most football clubs. Yes. There, there always is. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of pressures, highly paid. Like There's a lot on the line. And so stuff goes wrong. Shit happens and, and it's like, oh, there's a little crack there. Mm-hmm. One thing that really patches it up. Winning. Winning. Winning is a Band-Aid. Winning, mate. Yep. So when you're winning, those cracks, it's like, oh, yeah, who cares about that? When you're losing, it has the complete opposite effect. Like, little crack turns into a fracture and the building starts falling down within weeks because yep. it's, oh, well, our ball movement, you know, it, it's, why, it's why it's such a if, – if you win um, really close margin games, like the difference between winning and losing those changes the whole environment at the footy club. Like if, yep. if you lose by three points, then that, that Monday meeting usually is, look at our ball movement, this is why we lost. Yep. You win, although they like to stay balanced, they don't often stay balanced and it – it truly is affected winning or losing. So when you lose, which is what West Coast have done a lot of this year, small cracks become fractures and it and it it makes it makes for a fair bit going on behind the scenes. The comment saying uh Simo looks out of his depth, nah. Don't no. think that's true. I mean, yeah, I've said it before, he's made two grand finals and made finals almost every year other than the first. He's he's well within his depth. He's a good coach. Who was it that said um we'll be singing when we're winning? Uh, Tumble Tumblewamba, Chumbawamba, Charlie. Don't you look at me disgusted? Like. Tub thumping, tub thumping. I, look, yeah. I mixed up the artist with the song name. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so sorry, Charlie. Yeah, that's fine. And I said Solly instead of sorry. 
God, Charlie, you're making me nervous. Florison, Lavinia. I believe that's Lavinia Florison. Yes. Hi, Dan and Will. Says hi. And Charlie it does say, hey, I hope you are both well. I can't wait to drive eight hours for a beer with Backchat. <laughs> well, we can't wait to have you. Unless you're from Victoria, South Australia. You have yes. to get, get through the border. No, no, her email is at wa.edu.au, so cool. she is in WA. Scoey. It's quite official. I was wondering what your experience was with the club chaplain. What was their role? Did they ever impact your game or mindset? Did they ever say something that has stayed with you since? Who really benefited? Um, next question is who really benefited from the chaplain? And Dan, because no one asks you questions, <laughs> what is your most embarrassing workplace experience? Have a nice week. Live. All right, I'll let you think about that. Okay, you get to need a little bit of time, or you got it off the top of your head. Um, I'll have a think. Okay, have a think. Uh, club chaplain Paul Morrison. Bloody Paul Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, forgotten about that. Yeah, no, wait, let's. We only talk about. Them. Yes, we do. That's exactly what we're <laughs> going to talk about. Bloody Paul Morrison. Now, Paul Morrison, um, been with the club a long time. Uh, pro- probably uh, a few few years less than me. He started when when I was about three or f- three or four years in. So he's been there ten years. Um, I think when you hear chaplain, you think religion. Yep. Right. Um, which might sound stupid, but you, you hear chaplain and you think, oh, it's just yep. about religion. Well, Moro is more about. Um, Belief and understanding. He's he's highly religious. Um, he doesn't push it on anyone though, and he uses his religion to talk about faith and and belief and teach you lessons that can be to do with your life. Not yep. not about religion. Like I'm not I'm not very religious. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm I'm definitely not an atheist. I don't I don't uh, I think that's like a belief in religion is yeah, yeah non-existent yeah. or whatever. Yep. But I I'm not very religious. Um, I, I connected with him really well and uh, he they do a they do it's not a prayer session they do a they do a chaplain session before every game right at a specific time I never I never went into them but probably four or five guys go in there yep and they do say a, a prayer and potentially some readings out of the Bible yep um, before so like at the stadium yeah yeah yep yeah so yeah game day. Um, so he travel with the team, or is that yep. just when they're in Perth? No, nah, travel with the team, and it's in the it's in the rundown, you know, um, strapping at eleven o'clock, yep, eleven o five, coaching briefing, eleven fifteen, chaplain, and it's optional. Yep. So he has a fair bit to do with the club. Um, you referred to him as bloody Paul Morrison. Mm. When we first met, I was working at the ABC. Yep. And I was working on a very like a, like notorious like acclaimed show, uh, mm. summer summer digital. Yep. That I reckon probably had a lot less listeners than Backchat Podcast. Maybe so. National I, show. I produced that show. Yeah. So um, it's a knock on both of us. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed Paul Morrison. Yes. And I interviewed Paul Morrison because he's an interesting dude. He's done breakfast radio over 20 years. Yep. Um, he knows he knows what's going on. He's just interesting guy. He's got a good mindset on things. Mm. And he said, Paul Morrison. Yep. Bloody Paul Morrison. What does that mean? Uh, so he's a musician. And he's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, he's wrote lots of songs. Wrote lots of songs. He sings. He's the guy that sings before games, everyone. Uh, that won't be known by anyone. So the guy that on the guitar, the acoustic guitar at West Coast Games, I think he stopped when COVID happened. Right. But he used to sing at the three-quarter time break, um, Pearl Jam. Uh, Better Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know Pearl Jam. 
Oh, imagine Better Man getting acoustically <laughs> sung at three quarter time. Talking about fan interaction, and I've bagged that at West Coast. That'd be great. Yeah. Everybody's standing up, yeah, candles lit, candles lit, let's kill the lights. Yep. Players come out, the lights come back on, everyone's crying. That's crying. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to get up. Right, Paul Morrison. That's who he is. Yes, yeah, so he's a musician. So, in but you call him bloody Paul Morrison. Yeah. So when I was about fifteen, I was playing bass, um, and slapping we, it. Yeah, slapping the bass. Wait, what's that, Charlie? Yeah, well, there oh, you go, Charlie. a couple of blokes slapping the bass. Yes, I, I know how much bass players <laughs> hate that. <laughs> um, I played bass for this song that we recorded, so um, and it was nominated for a Wham Song of the Year, Western wow. Australian Music Song of the Year. Wow! Um, it was in the same category that Paul Morrison had a song in, Wham, Wham, and uh, he won. <laughs> and I think it was rigged. I honestly think it was rigged. That that um, award was rigged. I think Paul Morrison. So it came down to you and Morrow. I think there was four nominees in it, and um, Morrow won. And we'd found out later that um, that it was for a church that he wrote that song for. We found out later that that church had already pre-printed stickers to put on the album saying winner of the Wham! Song of the Year. <laughs> so so he was bloody was Paul Morrison. Bloody Paul Morrison. Um, no, he's, he's, a good, he's a good chap, but... Um, yeah, forever in this circle of friends of three or four other people. If we if that name comes up, we all look at each other and say, "Bloody Paul Morrison." When, when I had him on that national show and you were producing, we went and found that song and I played it to him. Yeah. He didn't know who Dan was, yeah. <laughs> and I played it to him. I said, "Does this ring a bell, mate?" He said, oh yeah, great memories that song. Oh, we, we, we won, yeah. we won West Australian Music of the Year. Yeah, and I brought the producer in. It was Dan. Yeah, <laughs> so you got to think, bloody Paul Morrison. He's like. And he, and, he, and he didn't give us anything. Um, question about um, embarrassing workplace experience. That was a little bit of one, wasn't it? Because it didn't go down very well. Yeah, no. Um, I don't think I really get embarrassed that often, to be honest. Um, maybe probably working with you. Well, when I done, when I gave you a present, which was getting you, in your words, the best pen available on the market, mm, right? the, the orange Bic. Orange Bic, yeah. Orange and blue Bic, best on the market, Charlie. Right, it's like a, right? like a pearl. So I thought it was a funny gag. And, and, and as a gesture of my thanks, he's, Dan worked with me as a producer. I wanted to say thank you. What can I get him? Instead of buying one pen, I went to the office works and I bought every pen in the entire store, those orange bics. And there wasn't many of them. There was no. only like 50. Mm. Um, and they're about five bucks each. Each pen or box? Oh, mate, they're pretty expensive, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, no, worry, no, no. don't worry. It's a bloody good present. No, it's I, a good I, present. It was very so happy. I loaded them up on your desk. Every, they were everywhere. All of them. Absolutely <laughs> everywhere. And instead of like being like, oh my God, this mate, you were, you didn't give me a lot at all. Oh, I, was, I was so confused. I literally rocked up one morning and there was a thousand pens on my desk. And you know what? When I walk around the office at the moment and I see people using them, I take them. I'm like, excuse me, that's my pen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stephen. Could be Stephen G. Hosh or it could be Stephen Gosh. I'm going to go with Stephen Gosh. Hey guys, just want to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of you, Scoey, ever since 2006. I love that you said, hey guys, and then said, Scoey, yeah, very good. Uh, ever since 2006, yes, I was in grade two. I've been following the Eagles after my teacher, a proud Eagles supporter, gave me a team to follow for footy day. Anyways, what are your thoughts on forwards playing in the midfield, like Dusty or Stringer? Is there anyone in the Eagles camp that could do that? Saw someone on Facebook comment, darling, haha, that'll be, a big, that'll be one big boy midfielder. Which Dino has mentioned in the past, my dad. I asked this on Insta, but thought I'd try my luck here. Also, Dan, you send it, we read it is not four words, haha. Yes. 
I don't. I have no recollection why that's last. Funny. No, well, no. Last week I said for the four words you send it, we read it. And, oh, um, seems quite stupid now, doesn't it? No, the six words. I did think about that later. Um, right. I thought yes, it was five. When we had you send it, we yeah, read no, it. Six, yeah. Um, when we had Dino, my dad, on the podcast some time ago, it's probably time yeah, to get him back on. Um, he did suggest Jack, Jack Darling. Darling in the midfield, like a Kudafidis role. Saw someone on Facebook comment Darling. It wouldn't it wouldn't be Dino. I don't right. think he knows how to use Facebook. Could have listened to Dino. I'm sure I'm he just sure saw they him. listened to Dino. Oh, look, forwards playing in the midfield is different to midfielders playing in the forward line, but it's like which comes first? Are they a forward? Like is Stringer and Dusty, are they good examples? Like Dusty started his career forward, but he's a midfielder that goes forward. Yep. So like forwards that go into the midfield would be a darling because he is a forward. And he can run. And he would not be able to do that. Absolutely not. No, no, no way. No. Um, what about small forwards? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, m- guys that start in the forward line doesn't mean they're a forward. Like, mm. y- y- there's not many guys that are pure forwards in the AFL now. Like, Robbie Gray is quite a bit of a forward that plays in the midfield. And I like that. But, like, bigger body guys, you're almost getting to your key position areas. Yep. Don't know there's many. I really don't. When I played for the Coolbinia Bombers, um, wow! I was still, um, I was still, you know, quite young. I was always under the impression that people that play in the forward pocket are the worst players in your team because there's no risk of putting them there. They're they, not going to give up a goal. Oh, they are. You're under the impression. Well, that's you, you so were that's, spot on. That's spot on. Yeah. As a kid, I was so onto it. You're a forward pocket player, were you? No, I, I played a, a bit in midfield, and then later on in my career, on a, on I, I a wing. No, on a wing. On no way. Yeah. You weren't in. You weren't in the guard, so you put the other <laughs> plebs out in the wing because they're like, "Oh, we don't have to worry about Dan." No, no, I was very fast. Um, <laughs> then I used to go down play in the forward pocket. And weak. I used to go down play in the forward pocket. Kick goals? Um, no, not many. I remember them being pretty special when I kicked them, so I wouldn't have kicked many. It's time for social media. Yes, sir. You can get involved in this part of the show by jumping on Instagram, uh, backchat podcast. No, backchat underscore podcast. podcast. There you go. Or you can you can do backchat underscore pod on Twitter, but hasn't been a lot of love. Charlie, I'd love you to take that over, mate. You see, you say yeah, but I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, social media. Here we are. It is the great. It is. It is. And it's honestly one of the longest-running, greatest segments in podcasting history in, in WA. And I don't know if you've heard. Run failed, by Will Schofield. Fa- failed to mention this at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the official grand final podcast. That's true. Of the 2021 AFL grand final. Yes. Yep. As awarded by ourselves. Ourselves. Congratulations us. I'm, I, when you told me, I was really happy. I thought, I finally made it. Philip White Tiling, sorry, Philip underscore White underscore Tiling. Great use of underscores. Where's beers at the paddo happening? I thought my job was to read the question out. Sorry, and I, re- I said where, not when. That, leave it to the pro, mate. When's beers at the paddo happening? Well, I think we've addressed that. We, soon. We get, we're getting there soon. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe pre-grand final. Riley J. Nelson underscore, my nephew Riley. Hi, Riley. Roaming scuzzer after the grand final. I like this a lot. You know, you're looking at me like you don't know what that means. I don't. Oh, God. This is why we need Charlie. Charlie's roaming, nodding. Charlie's... Roaming BT. Oh, I know what roaming BT is, but who the f- who's Scuzzer? Me, mate. When have you ever been Scuzzer? Mate, that's my nickname. Okay. Jesus well, Christ, Dan. How Seriously. many nicknames do you want, honestly? Two, like, literally William, two. Scoey and Scuzzer. Will I am. Scoey and Scuzzer. William that's, J. That, that were my two. Scoey. Scoff. No. The big Sco. 
<laughs> we done. <laughs> we done. You want to do one more? I got no more. Big Willie style. Oh, big Willie style. There you All go. Right. Uh, rhyming Brian. Rhyming Scoey. Yeah. Okay. I think. Jeez. I think I do a better job for starters. Yeah. I actually thought like Brian Taylor used to play AFL, but he is so disconnected from the players. Like pe- people see him coming when you're in, when you're in the rooms, you see him coming. No one wants a bar of him. If you put an ex-player, recently retired, delisted player, in there, you get a bit more from the players. But right now, people run off scared, and he's he carries on a bit in there. Yep, a bit bristly. I'd like to do it. One lucky Bucky. Grand final beers with back chat. There you go. Very good, lucky Bucky. You're on it. I'm underscore it. underscore Jordan Flynn. Uh, Finn. Hyperbutical. Oh no! Oh jeez! There'll be some fa- <laughs> there'll be some fans that laugh at that. It's been written poorly. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. It's been written poorly. Hyperbutical. Okay, please if don't say never, it like that again. <laughs> if you never met your miso here, would you have moved back to Geelong after your career ended? Okay, so I'll address the question. Listeners to Backchat for a long time will know mm. that that is uh, hyperbutical. It should have been spelt with two ba- ba- two T's. Right. It used to be. Sam Butler's segment. Right. Really bad segment. Like, like really bad. Hyperbutical. Hyperbutical. You know, hypothetical combined with Butler. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. It was really bad. Okay. And it, and it used to get a run most weeks. Really? So, Jordan, big time fan, has thrown that in there. Yeah. Um, if I never met my beautiful wife, would I have moved back to Geelong? Probably. Would have been hard, though. A lot of my, a lot of my connections over here are. Since I was 17 years old, I've never been an adult in another state. Like I grew up in mm. Geelong, I'm a Victorian. But you think about moving away from home and, and connections when you're 17, every other connection's been made here. So I don't really have any – I certainly wouldn't be getting to the front of the line at Geelong Nightclub as I do at the Hippie Club here in Laterful. There's there's no pool in Geelong. Have you ever been to the Carlton Club? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. The multiple <laughs> level place? Well, in, in Geelong. I think it might be in Geelong. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a hole. Lammies. Yeah. Anyway. Saxon underscore Saunus. Schofield. Mm. How much further can your hairline go back? (laughs) The Australian government might try and recruit you to use your five head as solar panels to help reach its renewable energy goal. (laughs) That's just mean. This is really disintegrated. That's just straight up mean. (laughs) I love how you think that's mean. That's very funny, Saxon. Uh, Where's the question? There's no question mark, Saxon. Oh, how much further can my hairline go back? A long way. Hmm. It's quite a way back now. It'll be gone before I'm 35. When will you Michael Clement and just oh. go completely that, skin? That takes a lot of effort to do that, skin. Yeah. Like, he's shaving every day to do that with a razor. Li- yeah. Like, he isn't – people that are that bald are not that bald. They're just – No. They're, like, waxing it or something. Like, he's shining and waxing. And no, no. I'll, I'll tell you how I'm doing it. They've got these little um, things that are on wheels. You've seen this on my profile. On your profile? Yeah, jump on my Instagram profile. Have a look. Jota, one. Jota, one. Will, when they eventually make a movie about the 2018 grand final, which actor are, are you getting to play you? Dan, if some by, if by some miracle they make a movie about your cricket grand final, who are you getting to play you and why is it Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> <laughs> I love your style, Jota. All right. <laughs> yeah, sure, Zach. Oh... It'd be a you know it'd be a big role player, Liam Neeson maybe, <laughs> sort of vibes. No, I'll be calling Jordan to go out <laughs> before the game. What with your with your skills that you've learned? Yeah, yeah. All right. Happy with that? Yeah. All right. Transport underscore Tom. 
I believe Tony. Uh, Tony. Yes. <laughs> I believe Toby Green should play in the grand final, regardless of whether GWS make it or not. Thoughts? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's my thoughts. I don't understand how that would happen. Transport, Tom. Good. Um, while we're in, yeah, he's done. They're, they're, they're AFL appealing the sentence. They're taking that from three to twelve weeks, like Jacko wants. They they are not happy. It's three weeks. Yeah, right. When, they, when Gil, the CEO, comes out in the media and he starts to speak about it, and he goes, uh, "Look, I, I just think," and then he has to clarify and be like, "Look, this is just my personal appearance, like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, opinion, uh, opinion." And it's almost like a little disclaimer, like any views that come out of my mouth are mine and mine you are, are mine. You are literally the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> you are the main spokesman. He comes out and says, "I'm not happy with the three weeks." You know, you're in trouble as a player, yeah, yeah, like yeah. big trouble. So they've pushed the appeals hearing back to after the after the year when the season's over. Right. Because he's done anyway. He's not playing yeah, the grand final three weeks. He's done. They don't want it to distract the rest of the team. So GWS requested, could we just do it? We just sort it out later. Distract like, yeah, distraction. Yeah, to- Toby's team. done. Let's just sort it out later. Yeah. Which I, I thought was good, in- good interesting. Move. Good yeah. good move, but interesting. The AFL like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, we'll do it later. We've got way more. We've got way more going on. We're trying to get into WA still. Speaking of. Talking about getting into WA, Eddie McGuire. Yeah, he won't be here. Yeah. Well, he might. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting here. Um, distractions during your team trying to make a grand, a win a grand final. Mm. Can we talk about Daniel Chick? Is that yeah, so sure? Is, is that was that? Remember that being a bit of a thing? Yeah, that was a huge thing. Twenty fifteen. That was a huge thing. The morning of the grand final. That was the morning of the grand. Oh, I'm sure it was. The yeah, morning. it was. I'm, it was either the the day before or the morning of. Every player knew about it. And everyone was pissed off about that. It. it was coming out. Or? No, no, no. That it right. came out. It sort of like somehow got filtered through the team, and everyone was livid about it. Can not that it meant. None of them meant anything. Just if, if people yeah. that, that don't remember, so he that was when From he came <laughs> out and talked about drug culture. Yeah. Problem well, and West basically Coast. blaming West Coast for for his issues. Yes. Um. Bas- basically, uh, this is what happened to me while I was at the club. This is the help I looked for. This is the help I did or didn't receive. And look, it, it was by Rita. Uh, no, she. What's her name? It starts with P. I know that. I know. And if I see her face and I see her name, I know she was the journalist. Right. And I put journalist in inverted commas because it was just a beat up. It was like, why would you publish that on the day of the grand final? So you think it was deliberate? Like, he oh was no, one hundred percent it was deliberate. They, yeah. Apparently, they were sitting on it for for months, and, and then they right. pulled it out. Yeah, you know, it was either the day before, or day of the grand final, mm. and um. Not that it worked. That's not why we lost the grand final. But people knew about it. People were annoyed. Yeah, Pahani. She's just she puts out a lot of garbage, right? And this is probably one of them. There, there was a lot of innuendo. Chicky, I think at the time was struggling with a few things, and it came across as a bit of cry for help, but also a little deranged. So, you, do you think Chick? Um Said, wait and hold this until the grand final. No, day, no. Or do you think the the news corp or whatever, yeah, whoever was running that yep. article, held it? Not necessarily Chicky's fault, mm. um, but it was a bit of a beat up. But it just was just like it, it was a it was a it was a bullshit article, and to put it out grand final day, I was like, come on, man. Yep. There you yeah. go. Uh, last one, Evan underscore Rhett. Will. If you didn't play football, what career would have you followed? Uh, I've been asked this a little bit. I, th- I think, and I've, and I've covered it a little bit. I, I think I did want to be like a defense lawyer. I wanted, um, to, I wanted to be a defense lawyer, and and I think probably within the first three to six months of starting uni, I would have realized this is not for me. The only defense you could do is on the field. 
Wow. So, Should I finish yeah. the? That, that's just very good. I've got a question here from Reddit that oh, I'd like to yeah. throw to you. Great. Um, it's talking about the Eagle Wave. Okay. So <clears throat> this says, "Hey Dan, going back a few episodes now, uh, you guys were discussing the Eagle pregame crowd involvement called the Huddle. It was panned by Scoey, which is f- which is fair enough. I've spent the past month not really thinking about something the crowd can do to feel involved and get around the club." which is what I've come up with is the Eagle Wave. It's basically a rip of the Mexican Wave, but bear with me anyway. It starts before Bounce Town and involves the member on the lower tiers in front of the goals rising up in sort of a V shape. Wow. There's a lot of, there's a lot of organization here. Formation to form the two wings of an eagle. Wow. From then on, the eagle's wings open up, and by now all fans are standing up um, section by section to, to simulate the eagle's wings flying, uh, filling the entire stadium until it reaches the other end of the ground. <laughs> Um, from the viewpoint of the opposition, I'm sure this would look very intimidate, uh, intimidating, as it's, uh, it puts on put as on a good position <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> I've created a mock-up for illustration purposes. Thoughts? So look, there's a there's a picture. So as you can see, it looks like there's just one point in the crowd that starts to stand up, and then it like sprawls out from the middle out like eagles' wings. Right. And I guess that would, it would, it would the like best way that I mean that was emulating such, like a flapping bird. Such a poor description and such a, a such a poor execution by not you but uh, overall of what this is. Yep. I think this is the easy way. It's like a Mexican wave. Mexican waves go just round around and around. Yep. This one starts any point in the ground. Let's call yep. it the middle of the wing. Yep. And it goes from that line it goes left and either right. Either way. Yep. And I'm not sure where you get the shape of the eagle wings out, but that effectively is how it would go. It would start right in the middle, and either either side would go either way, and you go away from each other, and then you'd bounce into each other on the other side. Oh, that oh, I'm actually like you'd start two Mexican waves that go in the opposite direction, and then there'd be, there'd be it'd be like yeah. the, the eagles. Isn't there that thing where like bees all get together and they all like wasps and they all flap at some weird like um, timing, so it looks like they're a big bu- big bug. I don't know. I, th- I think that's a thing. I think that's on like. A Bug's Life or it's like an animated Ants, movie that happens. The B-grade yeah. version of, of Bug's Life. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I like the thought that's been got, that's gone into it. I think it would be difficult to execute given, I mean, you you trying to describe it was Imagine trying to organise 60,000 people to do that. <laughs> Correct, mate. Yeah. No. Um, also, someone spoke about our exclusive Patreon con- uh, content on Reddit. <sighs> and said it's the worst. This is embarrassing. BS is the worst. This is embarrassing. For you? Well, I, th- I feel like I don't understand Reddit. When I say I feel like, I don't understand Reddit. No, you don't. I don't understand. I think a lot of Reddit, the tone, I don't get. Shit posting. Yeah. It's so you posting. say so you say shit that you don't mean. Oh, you know. Like a lot of it, it's like, you know, I don't like Dan, but they actually like Dan. Yeah, but they say right. I don't like Dan. Is that it's right? It's just classic internet culture, I think. Yeah, well, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah. so uh, Pimento Sandwich, who is a big follower of us on Reddit and clearly listens to the show, and he's a big fan. And well, to be honest, I really like his work on Reddit as well. You show it to me all the time. Yep. And he just went on this rant, just bagging Patreon, mm. ba- bagging the show, com- yep. bringing Tim Gossage in it somehow. Yep. I don't know. I was pissed off. Yeah. He said, like, cl- said your clothes are trash. Yeah. You're talking about, talking about champagne, cheese boards, eagle. Chardonnay. <laughs> Chardonnay, Chardonnay, cheese boards, rich culture at West Coast. You know, what's next? Five dollar yep. Patreon. Next, we're going to be paying ten thousand dollars to see. Anyway, mm. I was, I'll deal with this idiot. You bit, yeah, a bit, yeah. And I and I and I gave him fair serve, but it was from the heart. It was like, well, we're not yeah, asking yeah. to be paid for this podcast. If you if you like what we do, and and you and you think it's worth five bucks a month, 
well, let's be honest. We do four four podcasts a month. If if that is worth in your life around a dollar sixty mm. per listen, yep. Which I mean, seriously, if it's not worth that, well, <laughs> no, then we'll, you know, we'll try. If you can't afford, that's fine. Anyway, that was my premise. I was like, we're, we're working our bloody, bloody ass off here, and yep. and if you don't want to pay that, all good. Mm. It's fine. We'll still be here. He came back with. Yeah, you kind of missed my tone and sarcasm. Uh, I was completely taking the piss. Love your work. I'm a member on Patreon. Um, sh- shut up. Chardonnay. Just, I just want to ask you about Chardonnay. You like a, a like a wooded Chardonnay or an unwooded? Is that which one do you prefer? I feel like this is the time you need to press stop on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, I just like a you know oaky Chardonnay. It's buttery and good. So, anyways, where where people where can people get to us on um socials? Should we, um, should we cover that just in case Never. we haven't said it? Um, Instagram underscore podcast for Instagram. Oh, boy, I've, I've butchered it already. Backchat underscore podcast. Twitter is backchat underscore pod. Reddit r slash backchat podcast. And email us. You send it. We read it. Brought to you by blank. We'll get there. Uh, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. And all of that is at our website, www.backchatpodcast.com.au. Proudly... Brought to you by Josh Big Lynn. Big Lynn. That's it. We got off track there. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.